We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How's Stephanie Day on today's hot day today? <laughs> it is a hot day. I'm not complaining, though, because I don't like the cold weather. So this hot weather is welcoming. I love it. And as a matter of fact, just last week, I was out to the... Um, like the Genesee County Park area, we were doing the Senior Power Day, and it was really hot to start, and then it started to rain, and it got cold, so I, but while I was out there, I was happy to meet somebody who I knew from the time he was a little kid. This guy's amazing. He has 30 years in law enforcement, and he spent his first 21 years with the Office of Genesee County Sheriff, spent 13 of those years as the Detective Sergeant for Detective Lieutenant where he oversaw criminal investigations, polygraph examinations, and then he was a special agent. That was pretty pretty impressive and kind of scared his mom with the Michigan Department of Attorney General. And he was the chief of investigation under both attorney generals, Bill Schuette and Dana Nessel. This kid's been around in 2020. He returned to Genesee County Law Enforcement and worked as a police officer for Davison Township Police Department until about 90 days ago when I didn't know this, but he took the position of Chief of Police for the Genesee County Park Ranger Division. Let's welcome David Dwyer. Thanks for being with us. Hey. No problem. It's an honor to be with you today. Thank you for inviting me. Well, you know, you are such a you are a cute little kid, and you are a handsome man. Those little dimples, <laughs> and you have a great family. I love your mom, and your sister's my daughter's best friend. Your mom and your family is the main reason I stayed in that neighborhood because you guys were so awesome. So I was so glad to see you again. And Dave, I know that you are the chief of police for Genesee County Park Ranger Division. You were telling me some of the things about Genesee Area Park that I had no idea. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So, so the Genesee County Parks um, is the largest, has the largest park system for a single county in the state of Michigan. We have over 11,000 acres of parks which is uh, about 17 square miles, a little over that. And we have 25 parks, 15 different fishing sites. Um, we have a full um, police department. So the park ranger division has approximately 15, I mean 50, not 15, five zero, 50 uh, fully sworn police officers who work in, the, in our parks. And uh, it's just an amazing, an, an, an amazing uh, place to work. Uh, Crossroads Village and just, uh, uh, we have, city parks uh, here in the city of Flint so it's just a it's just a really uh uh it's, a, it's a much more encompassing than I than I would have ever guessed well I know I was impressed that you told me that now is the um what was the boat not the Michigan Bell what was that called that was uh it was, was the, the bell and it was yes and it um it is not uh being used this year um as uh uh but it's on it's on Mott Lake at Crossroads Village Okay, because we had a listener that knew I was going to be talking to you, and she put that information. She wanted if it was still in service, and I didn't think it was. I knew it had, it had actually um, sunk at one point. But I thought they brought it back up. It was on Mother's Day, I believe that happened. So, um, yeah, she was asking about that. So I wanted to check with you on that. Though, you think they might do it in the future, though, like next year? I would, I would hope so. I'm, uh, like I said, I've only been the chief for 90 days, but it is docked, <laughs> and I think they are using it for various <laughs> for various services right now. So I don't. I believe there's going to be some sort of actual, like maybe bar on there to oh. where uh, people can purchase um, a wine and various cocktails. So, so they're going to have it for, for, uh, for events, but I don't, it's not there. They have no intent to put it out actually on the water this year. 
Oh, okay. Good to tell. Good being, to tell mm-hmm. And it's called the Genesee Belt. Genesee Belt. There you go. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, she couldn't she could remember the name of it, so that's helpful. Thank you. Well, Dave, it's hard to believe that you are still as nice as you are and just kind Christian man with all you've been through because you have solved a lot of criminal cases that must be hard not to take home with you. You've been on Nightline 2020. What else have you been on? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. It's one great thing about working in law enforcement in Genesee County is that uh, if you mess a case up, you always get a second chance because we do have <laughs> quite a bit of uh, 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 crime here. So um, the most recent one I was on is called uh, Accident, Murder, or Suicide. And I just filmed that um, a few months ago. Um, but I've been on Snapped, Killer Couples, Wicked Attractions, Cold Case Files, Forensic Files, Dateline. Um, quite a few um, of uh, uh, different different uh, law enforcement type of shows, primarily for homicide. So, yeah. Well, the one thing that I remember, and I don't have the details, but I was hoping you could fill them in for me. There was a gentleman who had killed his wife, and you knew that he had killed her. And I think he buried her under the pool in the backyard, but he got away with it, and he moved out like to Florida. Didn't you travel down there and just kind of make friends with him to find out to have him actually admit to you that he had done that? Yeah, they had, so there was a Michigan State trooper who uh, murdered his uh, spouse, his wife. Um, they were going through a divorce, and uh, he fled to uh, southern Florida, Boynton Beach area. And I did fly down there. Uh, at the time, I had never flown on a plane before, so uh, that was an experience. But I had a whole bunch of people praying for me, and uh, uh, when I went down and interviewed him, he uh, added to us as previous statement enough to where we were able to obtain evidence, additional evidence against him. And he was prosecuted and was uh, sentenced to 27 years in prison. So he was convicted of the homicide. Um, uh, he, uh, he was, she wasn't in a pool. She was in her basement, but uh, um, it was still a, a heinous act. Oh my gosh. I mean, aren't you afraid they didn't come back for revenge on you? I mean, I was always trying to protect your identity and your name because I didn't know if they might come back, but that's going to be scary. I know your mom is concerned for you and your wife must be, but do you ever have that fear? I don't. You know, it's a new era, right? So it's, it's, a, it's a modern era. We can't be isolated. Um, uh, we can, anybody can look one another up on the internet. And so you just need to be, uh, you know, uh, vigilant, you know, I guess. But, you know, we don't live in fear. We're police officers. Uh, if you remember uh, Sheriff Joe Wilson, Sheriff Robert Piquel, uh, their names and phone numbers and addresses were in the phone book and they didn't hide. And if they, if, if somebody of their caliber um, can uh, be bold and uh, who am I not to? Wow, Dave, you've just always impressed me so much. And I know you have a lot of faith. You're a Christian man. I think that's what's gotten you through most of this. And I pray for you when I know you're out there, when you're undercover, that really scared me. That was, uh, I don't know what I can talk about what I can't. So if I can't talk about something, tell me you can't talk about it. But there was one gentleman I remember so well because Mike and I were doing a live broadcast early in the morning and we saw some police cars that was going on over there. There had been a man that had been killed and we found out the man that had killed him was a huge, huge man and everyone was afraid of him. You got in the elevator by yourself with this man and your, the other officer said, Dave, no, 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 don't, we'll go with you. You're like, nope, nope, I got this. I trust him. And I love what a poetic statement he said to you when you shook his hand. Can you share that with us as well? Sure. So um, his name is uh, Ilya Sabulazam. Um, he 
uh, was uh, quite notorious here locally. He was uh, listed or known as a Flint serial slasher, Flint serial stabber. And while he was uh, incarcerated in the Genesee County Sheriff's Office uh, in the jail, I was asked to interview him, which I did. Um, and uh, he he was physically one of the largest men I've ever interviewed. Um, not the tallest, but just huge. And uh, he uh, proclaimed to be a Christian, and I only knew one. He's from Israel, but he's um, so I only know uh, very very limited Israeli or any uh, Hebrew. I know no Hebrew except for um, I know that what my name means in Hebrew. So David means beloved of God. So I uh, told him, uh, you know, uh, Ilias. Uh, uh, my name is David, but in Hebrew. Uh, that means beloved of God, and I reached out and I grabbed his hand and shook it. And uh, he had been uh, isolated from physical contact for a pretty long time, so that human touch did did help. And ultimately, after I talked to him for a few hours, he he said something fairly poetic uh, and said, uh, "Mr. David, your words uh, uh, you pull the words out of a man's heart." Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought that was extremely interesting because you don't expect something so poetic to come out of somebody who was so evil when it comes to killing people. Did he ever tell you why he was killing these people? Because wasn't he targeting um, young African-American men? He was. Um, the reason he told me, um, he said that he was demonically possessed and that wow. the demon wanted him to do it. Now, how long does he want to be in prison? Life. He got life. Okay, good. Whew. I don't want him getting out and getting you. <laughs> That's scary. So what's been, okay, I found those so interesting, but those are the only ones I even knew about. What has been your most interesting case that you've had to deal with? Um, wow, I've had so much. Um, the most recent ones where I was in charge of the uh, investigation of the uh, Michigan State University as a pertained to Larry Nasser, And so I interviewed oh. Larry Nasser. Um, um, that was interesting. Um, obviously that made quite a bit of a, that had quite a huge impact, uh, nationally. Um, and to conduct the investigation into all the, uh, as a between Larry Nasser and do all the search warrants with Michigan State University and to get people prosecuted, uh, that was, that was, uh, you know, that was, that was a big case. We can't, can't dispute that. And then I also, um, while I was chief of investigations overseeing, the clergy abuse investigation in the state of Michigan. So um, I uh, drafted the search warrants for every diocese in Michigan. And Michigan was the most aggressive state of the union in prosecuting uh, the Catholic Church clergy members who were abusing, sexually abusing um, of the their flock. So, uh, you know, I, I'm still on at least weekly speaking with um, former clergy abuse victims and uh, because once you once you become part of their life and you help prosecute their their predators um, you know you're you're connected with these people um, to, to the end because they, they've been just their the trauma that was done to them uh, you know scars scars them uh, beyond repair I can't even imagine that, Dave. I just know what a good, kind heart you have. And like I said, a Christian man, you have a family of your own. Isn't it hard not to take these things home with you and have them like keep you awake at night, some of the horrible things you've seen and heard? Well, you know, it, you, the human mind is a weird thing because it blocks things out. And I've been asked um, a bunch of times, 
to write, write, write a book. And I'm thinking I could never do that because I can't remember anything. Sometimes smells or sounds or repeating stories make you think about it. But, you know, you kind of live for the moment. You, you do your job. I exercise a lot. So I, I run a lot. I have great peers. I have a peer group of coworkers and friends, and I have a lovely family that I can share certain things with. Um, but for the most part, you just kind of ride it out and hopefully it doesn't come back to the surface. Well, I just think you're a hero. I think you are amazing. I've always known you were a great kid, but you even impressed me more with your adult life because I mean, you're saving our lives. You're just making us safer out there. I'm so grateful that you're out there. What has been your most rewarding case? What do you think has been the made you feel like you made a difference or but the most to you, the most rewarding? You know, that's hard to say. Uh, I would, I would, you know, it's always, it's always the, the, the next one, right? So it's, what's the next big case that's around the corner? Because I'm still Genesee County's polygraph examiner, I get to interview um, so many people accused of, of, of accusations. But also, you know, what's really rewarding is clearing a falsely accused person. And uh, that's happened uh, quite a bit more times than what people would ever guess. So... I have an opportunity. I'm respected by the Genesee County Prosecutor's Office and the, my skills as a as our polygraph examiner. That when someone's falsely accused of a crime, uh, I have an opportunity to help uh, clear them and help them uh, on their path to freedom. And that's probably definitely. some of the most rewarding. That would definitely be the most rewarding. I see movies like that where they put away you know wrongfully, and it just makes me so emotionally upset to think this person's gone to jail wrongfully, and then to see him get out. So rewarding to see that. So. I didn't realize that was part of it too. So you're awesome. Isn't it hard for you not to watch people talking and detect if they're lying or a good person or not? Don't you find you must be a good judge of character if you can tell people are lying? Well, I make mistakes too, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at identifying deception. Um, and because of that, um, uh, and you know, truthfulness, I mean, we all have different skills and um, I have the, I have a, a little bit of talent and discernment, I guess, and then I cultivated that over a period of time and used it in law enforcement, which is a great way to do it instead of maybe sales or something other than that. So, you know, I, I do I do have a passion for interview and interrogation, and I've been able to, to do that at an incredibly high level. Well, if I ever meet a new boyfriend, I'm going to have you interrogate and make sure he's a good guy <laughs> before I get involved with him. <laughs> now, can you ever go back and open up a cold case on your own? Can you say, you know what? I think I know this guy might be guilty and I want to open it and investigate it. Will they allow you to do that? Well, normally, no. So normally what will happen is that um, an agency would, would, would open their own cold case. Um, it wouldn't be opened by a third party. Okay. Well, what about the gentleman that you said was a police officer himself and killed his wife and buried in the basement and got away with it? Right. How did you go find that? That's something that you wanted to investigate or they tell you to go find him? Yeah. So how that came about is that we had a new um, administration at the sheriff's office, um, the Patel administration, and his uh, undersheriff was a man by the name of James Gage, who was a captain of the Michigan State Police, who knew that um, he was familiar with the suspect. Doug Wright, who was a former Michigan State trooper, and he reopened the case, and he had the authority to do that, and it was assigned to me. I was a young detective at the time. Weren't you excited to actually do that? Yeah, I was nervous. I, um, you know, those are big ones. Wow, you must have been. And they, uh, when you're under the microscope a little bit. 
Yeah, we knew it too. My gosh. Well, you did a fantastic job and I love watching you on TV. So when can we see the one you just said you filmed? When can that be out? Where, where can we see that and look for it? I, I think I haven't watched it yet, but I believe it is out. I believe and it. it um, I got a disc for it. I haven't watched it. They said they mailed me a disc, but I believe it is out. I think it's called Murder, Suicide, or Act. Is it a series or is it a TV, a movie? Murder, Suicide? Yeah, or- I think it's like a, it's a made, it's a, it's a made for television. Um, uh, series of various cases where they want to know whether it is a murder or an accident or a suicide. Well, you know, I must be morbid because I find that stuff so interesting. I find the criminal mind just very interesting and why people do things or I'll watch those and think, oh, he must be guilty. It must be, she did it. <laughs> it's kind of fun to find out. I just watched that thing about Pam and they say that that um, reality is stranger than fiction and that is so true because People can be so evil. And they say, well, that thing about Pam is she was so nice, but she ended up killing three people. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? And Renee Zellweger played her character? Um, yeah. Now, I, okay. um, I'm i not super, super familiar with it. I actually don't watch uh, those type of shows. Probably, you probably wouldn't watch um, um, a, a lot of shows about the media since you guys are, right. are, are in it, you know? So you know, with uh, true crime type of shows, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I'd, re- I'd rather watch something, uh, you know, fictitious like Harry Potter or something like that. <laughs> well, good for you. You keep it positive. I probably shouldn't watch it, but I'm going to look for murder, suicide, or accident. <laughs> Is that called? I'm going to look for it. <laughs> well, right. Dave, I know you're a busy, busy guy. You got to get back. You see, there's a shift ch- change going on right now. So is there anything else you want to <laughs> share with us about the Genesee County Parks or anything about, like, you know, what, watch out for, for criminals or any word of advice you want to give us? Yeah, I do. Well, first off, you don't have to watch out for criminals because the Genesee County Park Rangers are watching for you. Um, but we, we're, we're, we, we, uh, we're in all of our parks where we have multiple rangers at every beach in the, over the weekend. Um, so, so it's a safe place. The parks are amazing. Has a, has a, there's, there's three reasons people go to the parks. There's three things we need to accomplish, right? We need to make sure that the facilities are clean, that the, uh, that the parks are well-groomed and maintained, and that you feel safe when you're there. And the park ranger division is a huge part of that. And, and uh, the public, uh, they, love, they love the rangers, and they do a great job. And actually, you know, we, we have a very diverse police department here. I, I would argue that we have the best police department in Genesee County with the amount of experience that we have. And so it's a, it's a, it's a great place to serve. Uh, just a couple of events that are coming up this weekend. I just want to promote a little bit is that, sure. uh, this Saturday we have, um, um, there's free, uh, there's free entrance into Saturday into the crossroads village. So it's a, a historical village. Um, we do have the train there and, uh, the, the train and the vintage rides tickets are sold separately, but, but the entrance into the, to the, to the, village is free and it's called genesee county day and we're going to be promoting the various various divisions of the genesee county also do you remember the soapbox derby that flint used to have when we were kids oh absolutely um, yeah so this saturday um very near to there um they're going to be having soapbox derby at the top of glenwood avenue down to bluff street and um they'll be shuttling folks back and forth to uh to take part in the soapbox derby again so that's going to be coming up uh this saturday that's great you guys are doing some fun things well anytime you're doing anything more out there i want you to come on and talk to us because we'd love to promote that and get the word out there for for families to enjoy that so much 
Well, I appreciate the opportunity to come speak with you or, or get to speak with you guys on your podcast. And uh, uh, I hope that you have uh, just a, a wonderful, blessed day. It's, uh, it's a huge gift to me to hear your voice, Deb. Oh, I just love you, Dave. Thank you so much. And now knowing your history, everyone can feel so much safer knowing that you're behind us and protecting us when they go to Genesee County Park. So I will head out there. Hopefully I'll see you again soon. And thanks for being on. Right, thanks thank for you, you bet. And listen, every week as we bring you anything wonderful across the community that might be free and helpful, it is On the Road with the MTA, Stephanie Kay and Jay. Thanks so much and stay safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.